there. This is a spoiler-filled episode for Jordan Peele's newest film, Nope. If you haven't seen this film yet, make sure you go first and foremost to see that film, turn off this podcast, and come back to it after you have seen it to see what we have to say. Good day. talk film uh another bonus episode for the people for the audience of none um it's jordan peele's newest film nope um yeah we we went and saw it together uh here's the synopsis real quick and then we're just gonna get right into it talking about it um the residents of a lonely gulch in inland california bear witness to an uncanny and chilling discovery Mm. um should we maybe talk about just like jordan peele in general first like get think, out yeah 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 get into it um so for me i liked us like way more than get out um which i think is maybe opposite from like the general public i feel like get out mm-hmm. is more maybe more popular um and us is not so that's where i'm at but I've mentioned on the podcast before that I don't like horror movies and but Jordan Peele's like different. He's like uncategorizable if that makes sense. He's just I don't know, his movies feel different. So they don't feel like regular like horror movies. I was going to say this this guy X-ray, he's like a walking contradiction. He says he doesn't like horror, but then the face that I saw on this man after we saw <laughs> Nope yesterday would have begged to differ. Um, but you are right. Jordan Peele is kind of in like a league of his own. Um, I agree with you, um, in saying that us is my, maybe it's not your favorite anymore. Um, us is still my favorite Jordan Peele movie. Um, I feel like get out was probably the most like accessible upon first watch. Like, we know Jordan Peele, he's not making just jump scare horror movies. He's making movies that are going to add that social commentary, add layers that are not going to be seen in a typical horror movie. I feel like Nope was the most obscure or abstract approach with that, which I appreciate um, in a lot of regards. Um, But I, I think Us is probably my favorite because of the twist at the end and everything. Um, and then, yeah, I won't say too much about Nope at this point, um, but you're right. Jordan Peele, he's kind of cemented his name in the like canon of contemporary directors who like, no matter what he drops, I'm going to be excited about it and check it out. The trailer for this movie, Nope, was so ambiguous. I had no idea what it was going to be about, yet it was still my most anticipated movie of the summer. So, and I think Jordan Peele's name alone plays into that a little bit. So I would agree with you. All right. So let's get into it. Uh, we, we talked a little bit off pod at the theater and I'm, I'm very interested <laughs> in how this is going to go. Um, so give your, 
give your score first. That's how we do it on these bonus episodes. Yeah. So let me start. I do think. Uh oh. Uh oh. We've got no. We've no. Got this is a good a thing. Prologue. To the score. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good thing for you. I think. I think my score will increase the more times I watch it. Um, it's an eighty at this point in time. At this juncture, wow. it's an eighty. Um, the face I saw on you after we watched it, it looked like you had seen just the greatest spectacle. And I'm going to refer back to that word here later. This biggest spectacle oh, you ever saw of all time. Um, I think I, I'm not going to lie to the audience. I looked at your spreadsheet score, um, but tell us what it is. I gave it a 95 and Oof. yeah, and you're very much right. But the look on my face after the end credits started i was just flabbergasted maybe <laughs> i thought it was just crazy just how i felt during really the not the entire movie but definitely the back half of it um i it was just i thought it was amazing i thought it was insane um yeah 95 that's some high praise man and i think like an 80 is a great score. At the end of the day, the an 80 is a great score. I was expecting this to be one of my like favorite, most talked about movies. Um, and so I think I was let down. I think I went into it with too many high expectations. Um, but it was great. I did like it. I do think there is going to be an, an, a group of people that are going to go watch this movie if they haven't already and basically be like what the heck did i just watch for two hours and 10 minutes um because there is a little bit of that but like we were saying earlier like with jordan peele like you have to peel back the layers nice um to fully understand like what's being said because this is more than just a typical alien invasion movie maybe we don't need to start with this part the third act was absolutely phenomenal was bananas beyond belief um but yeah where do you want to start this um well i don't know let's get right into it because you mentioned the word spectacle i feel like um you maybe watched the same youtube video i did is that true (laughs) i watch no youtube videos really or listen to any podcasts yeah well then uh Props to you, because I just watched a YouTube video before this popped up, and I was like, oh, I'll check it out. And it was nope, like, behind the scenes. And it was Jordan Peele just talking about, like, he mentioned the word spectacle and that that's what this movie is about. Um, so, yeah, I'm, in, I'm interested in what you have to say, because mine is secondhand knowledge, so. Okay. Um, so, as I was driving home yesterday... From the movie i was thinking about what is he trying to say with this movie and a few thoughts came to mind my first and probably most shallow response was like um the dangers and this sounds so millennial and gen z-esque but just the dangers of chasing clout yeah um because like the whole movie is set up with um this brother and his sister trying to basically gain clout by snagging a photo of this rare extraterrestrial thing. That's the best way to describe it. Um, 
and that kind of connects to Stephen Young's character. Um, Jupe, I believe, was his name. Yeah. Um, but then on the flip side, I think it's more so talking about, like, exploitation and, like, what we will do to people um, in order to make a profit and create that sort of spectacle that everybody is going to gravitate towards. Um, I think that was really the, the main theme. If we're thinking like Jordan Peele philosophically, what are you trying to tell me? I think that's what I got. Um, but what, what did you and, or the video that you watched say about it? Yeah. So it was, it was just Jordan Peele talking, which I thought was cool. Like him just talking about like what it meant and like, yeah, kind of what he was thinking behind it. And yeah, it was kind of really what you just said is yeah. Like the whole spectacle thing. And um, I thought it was interesting. He like literally said like the movie's not about race, which I think is like, usually we think like, his movies are and mm-hmm. he did say that like parts of it are because it definitely is and like we see that a ton um but no i just that uh, that made me think about it quite a bit more like what he said and then yeah i thought that it made me think back to like there's some really great lines like throughout the movie um like the one that i think of the most is the director like saying to kiki palmer's character like you're trying to like be famous and he the director's like i'm trying to like get rid of that blight that fame like every day like i hate it so yeah it's kind of like leaning in on on those things yeah so the director the cinematographer that that's when the theme really started to kind of like come clear to me when i was jogging back okay like what happened plot point a b c and then i remembered the cinematographer just he basically like he doesn't really put up a fight. He like walks out of his little cover and he looks up at the thing, which is a huge point in the story. If you look up at this thing, you're bound to get sucked into its vortex. Um, he basically realizes like all he was doing was seeking that notoriety and like exploiting this other thing that we know nothing about, which I think is kind of cool because like, a lot of times with alien invasion stories, you hear like this, this thing is going to destroy mankind, blah, blah, blah. I think it's Angel's character who says like, we don't know what this thing is capable of. And he just like gives off a list of like different things. Like it could destroy mankind. It could want to take over land, whatever it may be. It's all up to us to speculate what's going on. Nonetheless, we're still going to try to exploit it and get something out of it the director realizes that that is basically all that they're doing and he realizes how kind of shallow that is and i thought his death was kind of anticlimactic honestly he just he just steps out he looks up and then boom he's gone he doesn't even drop the camera for the footage for them which i thought was huge too a small detail but he hangs on to the camera as he's being sucked in yeah i thought his character was I liked when the the like story took a turn to um Kiki Palmer like calling him like I thought that that was a really interesting idea that like oh this guy like he's the best in the business or used to be or whatever like he can do it um so I I really liked him as a character um 
and his voice was insane like mm -hmm. so low and just like grumbly and like he was just perfect um and then yeah i thought his death was i thought it was interesting like yeah he just like felt i don't know like overcome like he looks at the light and he's like the light is perfect and like oh i'm gonna get this amazing shot um so yeah I, I, his character was really interesting especially for like such a a minor piece yeah michael wincott is his name um i wonder i don't know his like what what else he's in but i'm sure he's in movies like this because like you said his voice like i don't know there was just something about it that fit this movie very well yeah you you also mentioned when angel's talking about like it's up to us to, like speculate what's going on and that's where i, I thought it was really cool um uh daniel kaluuya's character where like he has the connection with the horses and animals and like he's the one that figures out like hey this thing isn't really like a it's not a spaceship it's an animal it's territorial like it thinks that this is its home and I think that that's kind of you mentioned it that's where the third act starts because that's when like they started acting all these plans and they start like figuring out what they're going to do they they mentioned talking about the flags and then just watching all that come together that final scene which is like I don't know a 45 minute 30 45 minute scene it's forever Insane. but it's everything that happens from the biker to the inflatable arm guys to um i yeah there's just so much happening to the like kiki palmer's riding a bike at the end it's just it is it is awesome i think the biker guy um is a huge point in relaying that theme too of like what links will go through to like profit off something strange or like just show people something like bizarre i guess um i he was like a tmz reporter i think in the movie and he comes and like um daniel kalua he tells him the dangers of what lies ahead and like no matter how much he persuades this guy this reporter whatever you want to call him um, he will do whatever he take, whatever it takes to get this shot. He even like goes down, he gets knocked off of his bike and he's still putting up a fight to just get the shot. Like at what length are you going to like invest in your own livelihood? So, and then in turn, you don't get the shot. Like what, how much should we care about these sort of spectacles? There's that word again. Um, but I thought that biker scene was super, super important. This whole third act, I was, we were watching it and the score in itself really stood out to me. Um, I remember we were watching it and like the execution with uh, Kalua on the horse riding, it felt like it was like almost like Hitchcockian in the way that the score was being presented. And like, I was so immersed in the story. I took myself out of it for a second and I was like, just thinking, wow, this is really, really well made. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That was just something that really stood out to me. I feel like the first part was a little uneventful. Um, but I don't know. What did you think about that? Yeah. So just what you said right there, like the first part, I definitely thought of slow. Um, but then I thought that the slow like paid off. So I kind of like, I mean, 
obviously with my score, I gave it some like credit for that, like how it, how it did start. But then I don't know. I thought like a third of the way through. So I guess the second act, I thought that it picked up. I'm trying to remember the exact point. I guess it's when you first see it, like you first see the, the alien or when they're talking about the cloud, not moving like that. I was super interested in. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, just more on the third act. I was like, I was just so entertained. I was, I was like smiling. I was, I was just, I could not, I mean, obviously I went that we're in a movie theater. I couldn't take my eyes off the screen. I was just hanging on what was coming next. And I think, I think that's why my score is so high, just because how I felt during like everything that was happening, even the, uh, this is kind of transitioning and this is a whole scene in itself that I think needs to be talked about the whole, like um, the monkey scene. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause that was crazy, 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 crazy. Um, what was the monk? Oh, Gordy, wasn't that the monkey's right, name? Right. Yeah. That like giving like um insight into Stephen Yoon's character and yeah, just watching it happen. I it was it was crazy, and I also felt like it it led into like the themes and the plot of the movie about like trying to control animals and things like that. So I thought that that scene was insane. Was there ever a point in the movie when? you were watching and like you were questioning how the heck Gordy even connects with Kalua's character and Kiki Palmer. Cause there was a moment there for a little bit where I'll, I'll be honest. Like I was like, where the heck are they going with this Gordy character? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was definitely an interesting way to start the movie. Like the fact that that's the first thing that we see. Um, and just a quick thing, when that monkey looks into the camera in the very oh, beginning, man holy cow like (laughs) just on edge right away i was like oh my goodness um i feel like there was one i feel like we got maybe three gordy scenes the one in the beginning then i feel like there was another one and then we got the big one is that right i don't remember but i know there were for sure two the one in the beginning and then the big one yeah for some reason i felt like there's another one i don't know but maybe in that middle one um Oh, I think it's when they're showing it like through the TV screen, like the filming um, of like what the show actually looked like. I think that that at that point, I was like, okay, what is going on here? But then, yeah, once we get the full scene, it's just like, okay, this is starting to make some more sense. Did you see um, today, actually, like just before we started recording, Jordan Peele um, tweeted out. It's basically like what the intro would be for that sitcom. Oh, no way. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, it has, like, the kid um, who plays, I think, Jupe. Yeah, his name's Jupe. Um, and then it has, like, the family, and then it has Gordy. It has the shot where Jupe is sitting under the table, kind of freaking out. But, like, in the context of the opening sequence there, like, you wouldn't know what that is. Yeah, oh, you'll yeah. have to go on Twitter and check it out. It's kind of interesting to see. It kind of, it's like a full house vibe. Um, yeah. But just with that show. <laughs> Oh, I got to check that out. And this just popped into my head, too. We also see how Jupe, like, he is trying to, like, profit off the spectacle. And we see how other people are involved with the spectacle because he talks about, like, that room full of the old, um, I don't remember what the show was called, but 
Um, Isn't it like Gordy's home or Gordy's back or something yeah, like that. I, I don't know. <laughs> but like uh we just see with his character like him like benefiting off the spectacle, him talking about like how much money that like people pay to like live in there or like stay in there a night and we also see like that's become his job now is he like his job is to create spectacle and like yeah that's we keep coming back to that because that's what's that's what's happening that's what is being commented on and i just think that jordan peele does a great job of like just slicing it in there every once in a while and not making it super obvious yeah and i think at this point in his career like third movie in really um he's taken a risk with that because like the first two acts first like act and a half i guess you could say are very slow and like leaves you questioning um i feel like this wouldn't be as well received if this was like his debut film um i think he sort of gained that credibility to the audience to be like okay well there's gonna be something here um we just kind of have to wait it out and so i was never like put off by it um but it did feel clunky in some areas and it did come together at the end but it did feel a little clunky in that first like act and a half in some parts yeah yeah i definitely see that like i said i felt it was kind of slow in the beginning but um yeah i kind of just want to rattle off some things that i just really liked yeah talk Um, about some of your fan points because you were oozing yeah so obviously (laughs) like I said just how I felt like how yeah it was just I don't know I can't really put that into words um the how it was shot was amazing one shot I remember really well was um Kiki Palmer's character is her name M is that her yeah I think it's short for Emily or Emerald sorry yeah yeah it's just a shot of her in the car and they're like driving past the inflatable arm waving guys. And it's just showing them in the reflection of the window. I was just like, Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Um, this, uh, the scene with where the house just turns bloody. Like, are you mm. kidding me? Are you kidding me? That's like, gotta be, I don't know, top 10 horror shots of, all time already um because yeah you just kind of like see people i don't know if you see people's bodies falling or you just see things falling out of the sky and when that house starts to turn bloody and there's no rain falling on it it's just the beast like vomiting up stuff like oh my goodness that's insane you mentioned the soundtrack which is awesome oh yeah um daniel kaluuya i think is the best actor like oh my goodness maybe not like today but he's just so good in this movie how like reserved he is but um confident the ending shot the ending scene where oh my gosh yeah through the smoke come on oh and the pointing the the eye points when it's like her turn to like tame this beast the callback to like when they were young i don't know just all of that wraps together and there's more just i don't know that's why i gave it a 95 it, it's it's a great it's eye candy especially in the end um i the, that last shot where it's kaluya on the horse and like the dirt and the dust is picking up and you can like barely see him and like 
you just see his orange hoodie popping through. Like, come on. Um, also, just the fact that the the thing, I guess you call it, um, it kind of like shapeshifts. It starts out and it looks like an eye. And then basically it looks like a stingray at the end when M gets that final shot. How did you think or what did you think that thing looked like at the end? Because I was it definitely like takes different forms. Yeah. So that's one of the things like when I was like writing my review, when I was done, I wasn't, I'm not, I'm still not totally sure how I, how I feel about how it looked. Like we go from the regular, it looks like an alien ship to yeah, whatever that was at the end. But then I feel like I just give Jordan Peele props because it looks so different. And it looks like a squid mixed with a balloon mixed with like cloth. I don't know. (laughs) So I, yeah, I just liked that it was different um yeah i don't know it'd be cool really cool to see like the different maybe designs that they had for it but yeah i thought it looked i thought it looked all right and then like i just yeah like the originality of it what do you think of it i thought it looked at like it started like it looked like it was just like a gigantic like saucer camera looking thing and i thought there was some symbolism behind that like how just like manipulated we are by the shot and the camera so to speak um but then at the end it looked like it just looked like a floating stingray for me with like a a squiggly tail it looked cool i'm not hating on it i thought it looked cool but it's definitely extraterrestrial it needs its own (laughs) (laughs) spinoff what do you what did you think of this the shots where we were like inside of it those were cool that it made me uncomfortable It, it it kind of feels suffocating. Like you feel like you're in it as well, especially the one where it was like the, the gigantic person inflatable balloon thing. Like that looked super cool. It felt like I was inside of it. I, and the, the one that really got me was, I, I think it's the first or maybe second time that we see in there is when all the people from like the, the jupes, whatever his fair thing gets sucked up in there that you the screaming of the lady is insane and she sees i think she sees like the plastic horse that's up in there um or it might have even been one of like the horses that like this thing ate before but she's like face to face with it and it's like super claustrophobic that it was so freaky Mm -hmm. and this also just popped into my head the sound is all like we mentioned the soundtrack but the sound as a whole throughout the movie was insane how about when this thing is like flying away and you can just hear people screaming inside of it? Like that, that, cool. is, that is so freaky. That was cool. Um, the biggest, probably the biggest qualm I have is the ending. Um, oh, interesting. Why don't you like the ending? In the, in the sense that there was no like, there was no real struggle for them at the end. And I guess we could argue that their dad died in the beginning. So it was like this redemptive arc. But like, if I'm thinking about like the theme of like exploitation and things like that, like they exploit this thing and then they get away with it. Like they're so fixated on bringing these photos to Oprah. Um, (laughs) but, But they ultimately get the shot and then it's like victory. It felt like it was kind of like not cheap per se, but, maybe a little predictable like i would it have been cool if oj 
died in sacrifice of the shot? I don't know. I'm not saying yes or no, but I don't know. Yeah, and that's where I I felt like I I was rooting for them to get the shot. Like I wanted them to exploit this thing because I felt like they deserved it. Um, and I felt like that kind of went back to the beginning with um, her whole speech about like um, the jockey and how he was black and nobody remembers his name and nobody really cares about him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was rooting for them because we see like throughout the whole movie how they like they're pushed back into this um ranch that's like super small and he's selling his horses because they're poor and like this is their chance to I I guess I don't see it as fame which maybe Kiki Palmer's character does I just more saw it as like freedom for them maybe um so yeah I was like I was really rooting for them to yeah I guess exploit this this thing the the horse jockey in the beginning is widely important to their motivation because they're trying to just take what's theirs because like they mentioned that he is their great 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 grandfather and like he never got the recognition for being the first like true actor and so they're trying to just get what's theirs and they do so at the end um but yeah that's interesting i mean i wasn't not rooting for him like that shot when he's on the horse at the end was just absolutely insane um but now, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of go back and forth with it. Um, one thing about the jockey, I in film studies, I do like film history for a day or two. Mm-hmm. And I always mention like that. It's, it's actually one of the questions on my final is like what animal is like key to making all of movies. And it's a horse because of that shot. Um, and I think I'm going to have to add in the, the jockey's name now just because of this movie for sure. Yep. Put some respect on that name. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this um, movie showed me. <laughs> I, I'm interested uh, in your your other qualms to give this movie such a uh, such a sad score. You think an 80 is a sad score? Man, <laughs> come on. Um, I mean, I, I, I've just got to give you some, some crap for my 95. Well, I know. Like I said, when I, it was over, like I looked at you and like you like wide-eyed like, I, I was beaming <laughs> you were <laughs> I was like did this guy just think he saw like citizen kane in theaters <laughs> um yeah man it was i was pumped i was pumped yeah no it was great i like i said i think I'll, i'm gonna definitely need to see it in theaters again this is one that you have to be in the theaters to go see um i mentioned my two biggest qualms the clunkiness in the first first half really um, with Gordy's character seemed a bit clunky and unclear, but you just have to wait it out. Um, and then the ending, it felt kind of predictable, but I still liked it. And an 80 is a good score. I'm I'm happy you're not an 80 because I'm glad that you're not at like a 93 and I'm at like a 95. That's that's good. That's good. We've got some diversity going here. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. So I I don't know if I have anything to wrap it up besides. I love the story, love how it all connected in the end, loved um, the characters, loved the sound. I've, I've loved everything about this movie. I think it's as simple as that. What else do I have left to say? So and would it be fair to say that Nope was dope? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would be fair to say that. We give it the, that stamp of approval. Yeah, it gets my stamp of approval, though I was expecting more. Yeah. So for me, it definitely goes nope, 
us and then um get out i almost said inside out (laughs) inside out (laughs) for me at this point in time it goes us get out nope but that is subject to change i do think i'll enjoy this more when i go see it again all right all right yeah um so that is that ttf nation um we're wrapping it up quick today just giving you the quick and dirty review go see nope um surely you have if you're checking this out um watch clueless stay up to date on things do your homework and peace out peace out